it always seems that the Pharisees and the Herodians, they're trying to uh, kind of trap Jesus in words, but as always, he evades their trap and he cuts through it and, and leaves a deeper truth with them and for us. And so today, I just really want to focus kind of on those words of repay to Caesar what is Caesar and to God what is God. I think intuitively and perhaps just from our education upbringing, uh, we know what is owed to Caesar. Uh, we know we have to pay taxes. Um, we know we might be called for jury duty. Uh, we know, um, you know, we might be called to even serve our country and, and be called up to arms and in cases of emergency. And our responsibilities and what is owed to Caesar is pretty clear to us. But what is owed to God? What is God's? And I kind of want to answer that with a story. I want to answer it with a story of a saint who we celebrated this past week. On Thursday, we celebrated the feast of um, Saint Isaac Jog, among other kind of uh, these uh, North American martyrs who came over in the 1600s and just uh, kind of poured themselves out in trying to bring the Christian faith to the Native Americans. Uh, and in the case of um, Isaac Job to the Hurons and the Iroquois and uh, even the Mohawks. And um, I think Isaac Job, his, his story is incredible and I'm just gonna touch a little bit on it, but it's totally worth uh, reading. We have this beautiful gift of these, these martyrs, these, these French Jesuits who just poured themselves out in order to really um, bring the faith to, to, to hostile, a hostile people at the time. And, um, and so the story of Isaac Job begins, he's, uh, from a bourgeois family. I think he's the, f the fifth of eight and so well-educated, uh, eventually, you know, joined the Jesuits and at the beginning of his career, um, he just taught literature and so he was, you know, a very good scholar, very learned, um, just, you know, an excellent star of, of, of the order, um, but he had a zeal in his heart to share uh, the faith with others and the stories of just the missionaries uh, out in New France at the time came back to him and there was this just this fire on his heart to just serve God and give him everything and so he went over as a missionary um, over to what was known as New France which is just more like upper New York and uh, just a bit of Canada and Quebec was where he landed first and for six years he got himself acclimated to the culture, learning the language, um, and it wasn't easy, it wasn't hard. Um, a lot of the Native Americans blamed, you know, um, just these, these diseases that came as kind of some magic of, of, you know, all Westerners, but also just on these Jesuits themselves. Uh, and eventually at one point, as he was serving his community and pouring himself out, uh, baptizing, bringing the faith, uh, especially I think it was to, to the Hurons, he was captured by the Iroquois. And um, I won't get in, into the grizzly deals too, too much, but just to, I'll, I'll touch upon them a little bit. But uh, he was beaten constantly. He was captured, I think, for over a year. Uh, he had his fingers gnawed down. He had his thumb cut off. Uh, he was constantly beaten, malnutritious, uh, without the proper clothing in the winter. Um, and, and he was constantly nearing death. But in this first instant, he was through the work of this, I think it was a Dutch trapper, uh, or a Dutch um, merchant was able to escape, and he went back to France, and you know, with uh, all his wounds, and actually the image of his, um, 
of, of, of him as a saint is it just actually shows him with his hands praying and you can see the missing fingers and digits and so uh, there might have been this temptation after he had done all this good work in the new world to sit upon his laurels and been you know what uh, I did a lot you know I really lived out this mission of Jesus and look I gave my fingers to the Lord I gave him a few of my fingers and he might have had a, a comfortable life you know, he would have had the respect and honor, you know, constantly carrying his battle wounds with them. And he probably could have got some cushy position teaching the faith at some university in Paris or in some other European country. But instead, he knew that his work was not done and God was calling more for him, calling more out of him. And so he returned back to New France, where after several months and just uh, being recaptured by the Mohawks, and probably a similar day like today, he was placed on his knees and probably looking out upon just the glory of fall and the change of leaves, God's goodness, uh, and received a tomahawk to the head in his death. And, um, and so the answer to this question, what is God's, what is owed to God? Everything. Everything is owed to God because he has given us everything. Everything is given. We have a jealous God who loves us. And Saint Isaac knew this. He knew that God not only wanted a few of his fingers, but he wanted all of Isaac Job. God wants everything from us. Everything is owed to him because everything is a gift. And so um, what we need to think about, what we need to discern um, is what am I holding back from the Lord? What is it in my life, you know, that I need to give back to God? Uh, and I think a lot of times there's this temptation where we actually give God a lot of things. You know what? God, I, I give you my Sundays, but the rest of the week is mine to do with it what I will. Even in my own priesthood, it's kind of like, Lord, I am constantly pouring myself out for you, but my one day off Friday, that's mine and I get to do what I want to do with it. The rest of the days are yours, but that's mine. But um, we can't we do that, and we need to always seek and see those things that we're holding back from God because he is worthy of everything. He is a God of great love who gives us, gives us everything. And so when we, you know, he's a generous God, so when we give him a little, he gives us much more. And if we give him everything... He'll give us everlasting life.